0: Grand Canyon, where hidden forces shape our ideas, ideas, beliefs, and experiences. And experiences.
1: Join us as we uncover the stories between the canyon's colorful walls.
0: Probe the depths and add your voice. Add your voice for what happens, what happens next. next at Grand Canyon. and welcome okay
1: this is jessica (laughs) this is emily and this is this, this is behind the scenery
0: my name is kate and i'm a canyon district interpretation ranger
1: my name is brendan Oates, and i do the exact same thing as kate
0: uh how many years have you been at grand canyon
1: well, I tell everyone that I couldn't hike out, which is why I had to get a job down here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that isn't true. I've been here for, since 2014, so six seasons, because I leave in the winter. Nice. How about you?
0: Uh, same. Sort of like I only work the summer season, basically, and then mm-hmm. I'm gone in the winter. Uh, this is my first season in the canyon, and I was on the North Room last year.
1: I think a big part of our job, especially since we're interpretation rangers or education rangers, is... To answer questions. And like how many questions do you think you get in a day?
0: Maybe like a hundred mm-hmm. right now because it's quiet. I bet like when I was at the visitor center on the North room, I probably got like 500 to 1,000 a day.
1: Yeah, I think on the South Rim, like on holiday weekends, I think I got probably like tens of thousands of questions. Yeah. But it's more like you get the same three questions. Right. But just like thousands of times. But what's the what's the most common question you, you have gotten in, in your time here?
0: Uh, In the canyon, I think the most common question is, like, is the water on?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, the the Trans Canyon pipeline?
0: Yep. Yeah, and that one's always really difficult to answer because I really don't know. It was on when I walked by, but that doesn't mean it's still on because it breaks so much. Mm -hmm. That one can be a little tricky to answer.
1: I also think we get a lot of, like, logistical questions Mm -hmm. because we do spend a large amount of our time down here, so I think people don't think we leave. Which isn't true, yeah. <laughs> we, but...
0: Yeah, I definitely... I think that might actually be one of the most common questions I get, is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, how, how does your work life work? Or
1: how do you eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Kate Hensel, if you could help me out, because I went on the internet and searched for all the most commonly asked questions on various websites. And this is what the internet uh, wants to know. And I was wondering if you could help me uh, answer these. So I just like punched in Grand Canyon in like question mark into Google. And then I just let it auto populate. So this is what we came up with. So the first one, Kate Hensel, are you ready? I'm ready. Is what is Grand Canyon?
0: <laughs> Grand Canyon is a big drainage ditch that goes from, well, like kind of the border with uh, Utah mm-hmm. to the border with Nevada, mm-hmm. just across northern Arizona.
1: And what is Grand Canyon made of? Rock,
0: so many rocks. <laughs> really old rocks, and then kind of old rocks, and then crazy old rocks at yeah. the way bottom.
1: One ranger told me when I asked him something similar. He said Grand Canyon is rocks with dirt and and dirty rocks. Oh, that's and, good. And I'm like, that's not incorrect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot of sedimentary rocks from, I think, the pre-Cambrian era, for the most part. I think the top gets into the Cambrian area mm-hmm. era.
1: like old rocks, kind of young
0: canyon. What are the oldest rocks at Grand Canyon?
1: Uh, well, the oldest one, well, Grand Canyon's like stack of pancakes, where the oldest and coldest pancakes on a stack of pancakes would be at the bottom. And as you go higher up the stack of pancakes, you have the newer and fresher pancakes. So the oldest rock would be the basement rocks at the bottom. This is my favorite one, Grand Canyon, how big?
0: Uh, Depends on where you are, but uh, at the North Rim and South Rim where they look across the canyon to each other, it's 10 miles across as the bird flies or 21 miles to hike.
1: What if I wanted to drive from the South Rim to the North Rim? Oh,
0: it's like 200 some miles.
1: Yeah, despite it only being 10 miles wide.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then it's the river length of Grand Canyon, so how long Grand Canyon is, is 277 miles.
1: And how do I get to Grand Canyon?
0: You can drive to the North Rim and South Rim sides of it, and pretty much drive almost right up to the rim. It's in northern Arizona, right below the Arizona Strip. So you can like come into Flagstaff and then drive north from there. Or drive from Las Vegas. Which how long is that drive? You can also get here on the Colorado River or coming from the Green River if mm-hmm. you're doing a big river trip.
1: Well, you do have the dam in the way now.
0: Oh, that's true. I mean, you can just jump the dam.
1: (laughs) If you get enough speed (laughs) and just, like, launch yourself. Put, like, a glider on your boat. That'd be cool. I think get, like, one of those sweet, like, ramps. Like, a big, like, Evil Knievel-style ramp. Oh, that'd be sweet. And just hit it.
0: True jumping like ranking.
1: Yeah. Please don't do this. (laughs) 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 Disclaimer, Uh do not do that. (laughs) This is kind of a segue from the dam jumping thing, and I think I get this question a lot. Uh, but it is a tad morbid. How many tourists die at Grand Canyon? I think I get that question every day. Do
0: you know, I tried to like look up numbers for it one time, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get something that was like accurate. Yeah. It seems like anywhere between like ten and twenty is normal for a year.
1: Um, and I think a lot of people have the misconception that everyone's falling off the edge, which really isn't true.
0: No, that's not. I wouldn't say that's even the majority of them.
1: No, that's kind of a fraction. I think. The the river is, I think, a major contributor because it's a really big, really cold, really remote river. Normal problems like car accidents and things as well.
0: Yeah, heart attacks are fairly common.
1: Yeah, especially, yeah. Grand Canyon overall is a pretty safe place. Yeah, Yeah. But stuff happens for sure.
0: What is Grand Canyon West?
1: We have Grand Canyon National Park, which is what we're in right now. And then we have Grand Canyon, which is the whole canyon. And Grand Canyon West is not the national park. It's owned by the Hualapai tribe. Yeah. So that is closer to Las Vegas, kind of towards the very end of Grand Canyon. And they also have the Grand Canyon Skywalk, which I think is another question we get. It's this really big glass walkway. But uh, A lot of people don't realize like, like, Grand Canyon West is five hours away from Grand Canyon National Park. Yeah. so I think we get where's the glass and we have to tell them that they are nowhere near near the skywalk yeah especially when
0: they like drove from Las Vegas to and you like you pass oh there.
1: yeah sorry man <laughs> yeah. yeah but I've never been on the Skywalk I've only seen it from the bottom
0: I've also never I've never yeah. been anywhere over in that area yeah. so
1: yeah it is interesting because it is it looks very different from this section of Grand Canyon. Hmm kind of you get a little bit of different rocks but you also kind of get different animals and different plants in different desert.
0: speaking of animals what's the most dangerous animal at grand canyon
1: humans yeah yeah but if you want to <laughs> but if you want to go more in depth statistically it's the squirrel the grand canyon rock squirrel because we have at least one person bit on the hand because they're trying to feed the squirrel but i was looking it up the record is 30 bites in one day
0: whoa yeah
1: and i i'm assuming it's from multiple squirrels but i could not confirm
0: yeah maybe it's just a serial biter squirrel
1: yeah just going (laughs) just just malicious
0: destiny now
1: yeah what are what are some other animals that you've had encounters with
0: um ones that i've had encounters with i guess they could be dangerous the bighorn sheep especially Mm. when they're like rutting or in mating season and uh when the males are Button heads. Yeah. Like, I bet if you got too close to them, you could have a really bad day.
1: I think that the biggest danger, well, I don't think one's gonna like challenge you to like a headbutton competition, but um, I get kicking rocks off is probably the biggest danger that yeah, they pose. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Also, the elk on the south rim, uh, they freak me out a little bit because yeah. like they'll just hang out right next to the road and then step, step into it because they're so used to having cars around, they don't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can get pretty aggressive during the rut mm-hmm. or and, when and the calving moms, season. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I also think with Grand Canyon, everyone's like super aware of like snakes and mountain lions and scorpions. So an herbivore, you're like, whatever. Like, I'm going to put my kid on the elk.
0: Yeah. And then we have the bison on the north rim. We haven't had any like bison versus human incidents, but we have had uh car versus bison mm-hmm. stuff on the north rim. And the deer and the cattle.
1: The road from Jacob Lake to Grand Canyon North Rim is also known as the Deer Slalom, (laughs) which is (laughs) accurate.
0: Yeah, I I always try to avoid driving on it at dusk or dawn last year because it was always like a white knuckle drive. Mm
1: -hmm. That freaks me out just thinking about it. All right, moving on. Who owns Grand Canyon?
0: That's a tricky one uh, because as you mentioned before, There's Grand Canyon National Park, which Mm -hmm. is owned by the U.S. government. Yep. Um, Native American reservation land um, as well. So you mentioned the Hualapai Mm -hmm. come up on Grand Canyon. And then the Havasupai have land in Grand Canyon as well. Um, But the Grand Canyon is also affiliated with 11 different tribes who have historically or culturally have significance at Grand Canyon. So really who owns it? Is not a simple question to answer.
1: Does Grand Canyon have trees? Yes. Does Grand Canyon go through Colorado? No. Does Grand Canyon have water? Yes. Water. So much water. I think people come down here and they're like, there's water everywhere. Because they're in like Bright Angel Canyon and you have Bright Angel Creek and you have the Colorado River. Yeah. But then you get on Tonto and you can look at the river. but you can't get to the river.
0: Yeah. It's just there. Yeah.
1: i have drinking out of some questionable potholes where there's, like, green scum. And, man, uh, after hiking on the Tonto all day in summer, you're like, this pothole is amazing. <laughs> delicious,
0: delicious scum water.
1: Mmm, Grand Canyon flavoring.
0: How much time do you need at Green Canyon?
1: Um, I think the average visitor, not counting driving, spends less than 10 minutes on the rim. But that's understandable because they usually have a lot of places to go to. Or also people are just driving down the road and they're like, see Grand Canyon, like 70 miles, and then just like turn off of Route 40. So I think it's totally up to you. I would say at least a couple hours, at least. But a very famous thing, and this wasn't here, this was at Yosemite, where someone went to a visitor center at Yosemite National Park. And they say, oh, we only have two hours at Yosemite. Uh, What should we do? And apparently the ranger said, see that rock over there? Go sit on that rock and weep because you only have two hours at Yosemite National Park. (laughs) So I would say as much as you can, um, any length of time you can afford at Grand Canyon is worth it. Even if it is just like 10 minutes. Yeah. Alternatively, people have literally spent their entire lives here. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, you know, it's up to you, really.
0: Why is Grand Canyon called Grand Canyon?
1: I had a bunch of different names for a while. Um, But I think John Wesley Powell, who did an expedition um, via the river through Grand Canyon, was kind of credited naming for it. Hmm. But I think it it had a bunch of different names way before Grand Canyon. But that's the name that just kind of stuck. I don't even think John Wesley Powell is like 100% confirmed with naming Grand Canyon. But,
0: yeah. Why is Grand Canyon famous?
1: It's very big. I think that's it, right? <laughs>
0: that like, Look at all those layers. Yeah.
1: But I guess it's also famous because the miners didn't make any money here. They're like, oh, yeah, John, hold the ground. We're going to find gold. They didn't find any gold. We're going to find a ton of silver. And they didn't find any silver. So they did find a lot of copper, but they couldn't really make any money off it. But then they had all these sweet trails. So I think they were just really good promoters of the Grand Canyon. So that could be another way. I ta- doubt, let me know if you've got this one before. Grand Canyon, coins kill you?
0: I actually haven't gotten that
1: one. Yeah, it's a weird question.
0: Yeah. Is that like from the Condor Signs? I don't know. I typed means. in Grand
1: Canyon and the, like the third one was coins kill you? I think
0: that might be referencing. Because there's a couple signs, uh, like at Mather Point and then Plateau Point has it as well in the canyon, where it talks about how um, if you throw coins into the canyon as a sort of wishing well, California condors will eat them because they like to eat shiny things. Mm-hmm. And then it's super bad for them, it can kill them.
1: Oh, I always thought it was like an Empire State Building thing where Grand Canyon's so big, if you chuck a penny off the rim, oh. it's going to like accelerate and then like hit someone. And since it fell so far, it's like traveling at like the speed of a bullet which isn't true because i think i don't think five thousand feet like a penny could it would probably hurt but it wouldn't kill you i don't know but also grand canyon isn't like a straight pit in the ground like
0: no there's a few spots where you could maybe get it to go fast enough but like most of the time it's gonna hit rock what about at two week
1: probably a thousand feet two thousand feet to the river
0: that's pretty good that's no
1: higher than like the empire state building I actually don't know how tall the Empire State Building. So I have a book from a former river guide and park ranger, and this is some of the questions he's been asked. Uh, So let me know what you feel about these. So Grand Canyon, when do they turn the lights on in the canyon?
0: I'm trying to come up with a funny answer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How many undiscovered ruins are there in the canyon? wow <laughs> um why did they build the canyon so close to the hotel
0: it's better for the tourists
1: yeah why is the department of the interior which is who we work for in charge of everything outside
0: because naming has to be difficult
1: mm. how old does a mule deer have to be before it turns into a mule
0: a hundred years old. A
1: hundred years old. But I've also gotten, when. Uh, what elevation do the mule deer turn into elk? Yeah. yeah. Which, um, 7,000 feet, I guess. Obviously 7,000. What type of uniform does a cattle guard wear? Asked <laughs> by a passenger on a tour bus after seeing a cattle guard sign. I think, well, we did talk about like dumb questions, but I don't really think there is a dumb question in Grand Canyon. Because this is a truly strange place. And I think despite, like, there is, like, dozens upon dozens of books written about it, there is a lot that I don't think is really recorded well, or, like, something you really can't just look up on the internet. I think the only real place to learn about Grand Canyon is just asking tons of questions, even if they're really, really dumb. I don't know. How How do you feel about that?
0: I definitely feel like there are some questions that you... Pause and go like, huh, I wonder how you came to that conclusion. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, yeah, if you've never been here before, it's really hard to understand the scale of this place. Mm -hmm. Um, And even just like for me, who hikes in the canyon quite a bit, I still don't understand the scale of this place, really. Mm -hmm. So a lot of questions just come from it being so different from anywhere else a person can go to.
1: So, Kate, thanks so much for answering some questions with me.
0: Yeah, and we'll have to keep track of other questions we get. Yeah, Uh, if you have any questions about Grand Canyon, you can send them our way, and we'll answer them in the future.
1: Uh, We encourage really obscure and really weird questions, and we will. And if you send them to us, we'll try to answer them to the best of our ability.
0: It'd be cool to do like a prize for someone who sent the most out there question. Yeah,
1: well, I think the common game that we know is like Stump the Ranger, where if you stump the ranger, you like win. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you can stump the ranger, we'll, we'll send you a condor sticker.
0: <laughs> we gratefully acknowledge the Native peoples on whose ancestral homelands we gather, as well as the diverse and vibrant Native communities who make their home here today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Canyon Cuts, a behind-the-scenery micro-episode brought to you by the North Rim and Canyon District Interpretation Teams at Grand Canyon National Park.